0: Hello, church family. This is part three of our series in the book of Ezra, uh, chapter seven. Um, (laughs) If you remember, yesterday we learned learned about how uh, the people that God uses is first and foremost someone that has has godly character. And when we looked at Ezra, we we saw that he was someone who who set his heart in studying God's word and then doing God's word and then teaching others uh, God's word. And, uh, and then I said that uh, that's what we should be. that's how uh, we all need to be characterized as someone that is faithfully learning uh doing and then apply uh, applying God's word and teaching others to uh, God's statutes and commands uh, that's the the role of the Christian our the the life of the Christian inside the church is to make this is to build up each other through the teaching of God's word and applying it to, you know, in, in, our, in a way that we love one another, and the things that we do for each other, and then we do the outside of the church in the form of evangelism. Um, that's how we make, so we're either pouring into a disciple of Christ, or we're trying to make someone into a disciple of Christ through the teaching of, it, of the gospel. So, the first thing is that God is uh, uses people that are filled with godly character. Um, and then uh, we're actually going to go through um, this whole week, uh, really a lot of ways of steps, uh, the people that God uses, first, they have to be someone that's godly, and second, there's, there are people that just take action. Uh, there are people that take action. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, God uses people that actually do things. Um, in uh, Ezra chapter 7, verse 11, it says that, Now this copy of the, the decree which King uh, Artaxerxes gave to Ezra, the priest described, learned in the word of the command of the Lord and his statutes uh, to Israel. And so it's interesting that like the king uh, has some sort of um, good relationship with Ezra. Ezra acted based on what he knew at the time, and uh, he and, and it gave uh, good results. Ezra worked some—it didn't say exactly what, it, what he did in the Persian Empire, but he was working there. Uh, and he had some sort of good reputation with the king, that he was able to have an audience with the king. He requests that to return. Uh, to to Israel to see take a group of people with them and then the king allows them um, so this person Ezra developed some sort of reputation um, and it's, I think it's because uh, of his faithfulness um, he knew God's word he knew what God's uh, word expected of him in terms of conduct and he was able to wisely apply it to his life and it gave him um, and it gave him just uh, an advantage it gave him privilege. Uh, over those that, uh, you know, that that are over him. Uh, he had, uh, I, I believe, even around this time, he probably had the book of Proverbs, and he probably meditated on on Proverbs, which, you know, is a book on how you need to uh, live life, how to navigate through life with these general principles. Proverbs 14, verse 34, says this, A king's favor is toward a servant who acts wisely, but his anger towards him who acts shamefully. Uh, and if you look at the life of Ezra, he probably was someone that was wise, you know? The way that he conducted himself was, was, was above reproach. Uh, there was nothing that uh, even a secular king um, could say about him in a negative way. Proverbs 16, verse 13. Righteousness are the light of king, and he who speaks right is loved. Um, the fury of a king is like a messenger of death, but a wise man will appease it. Uh, in, in the light of a king's face is life, and his favor is like a cloud with a spring rain. So it's interesting that even Proverbs speaks about if you conduct yourself in such a way that are good and the way that you speak to people is righteous, even kings are people that would like that would love to have you around and then you gain favor from the king. Proverbs twenty two verse eleven He who loves purity of heart and whose speech is gracious, the king is his friend. And I think that's what Ezra is doing. Ezra was a king was a friend to the king. Um, and he and he he did so because he understood what God expected, and that he acted on it. He knew the times. He looked at the situation that was going on. He saw that uh, um, uh, the king needed some sort of. Uh, uh, remember how I said yesterday, uh, or, was, or maybe on Monday, I said why did the king uh, why was the king so generous to the Jews? Uh, partially it was because he wanted to like. Um, uh, keep things more stable, uh, just politically. And Ezra saw that and he and he suggested something that would help them uh, to, to accomplish that. And God used him. Ezra understood the times. He knew how to navigate through situations, and he acted on it. He knew um, uh, what he needed to do. Uh, he did, and he did in such a way that ultimately uh, gave more resources uh, to uh, to the Lord or to God's people, which in, in turn. Uh, to the lord as christians we have to understand that we must be if we want to be used by god we need to be doers and not just simply uh people that just have godly character do nothing with your life in fact if you claim to have godly character and you're not doing anything with your life then you're not really um you know useful you're not really that faithful um, you need you need to be stu- get good steward with your life with your money with everything that you have if you want to be you if you want to be used mightily by the lord you need to be someone that's is just aware of your circumstances, aware of what's going on around you uh, so that you can um, you know, navigate through a life in hopes to bring people to Christ and even to be used by God in ways that's very unique. Um, Matthew 10:16 tells us that we need to be uh, shrewd as serpents and innocent as doves, This means that um, living in a fallen world, people are, are naturally antagonistic towards God. Um, Christians, but Christians should know how to navigate through things, know how to respond in the right way, know how to control their tongue, um, and not speak during certain times. Um, a wise Christian know how to compose themselves, uh, and, and the Lord will honor, the Lord will use you if you have that type of discernment. Uh, Romans chapter 16, verse 19, it tells us that, for the report of your obedience has reached to all, therefore I am rejoicing over you. But I want you to be wise in what is good and innocent in what is evil. Um, what Ezra did, I think, in his character and his conduct, was that he was like this. He was someone that was, um, uh, he was good on the things that were good, and he was uh, he shied away from things that are evil. And that's what gave him uh, such a good reputation to outsiders. And um, and that's what it, and that's what being a good testimony means. It's not that you just Profess Christ, and you do nothing with your life. And to the world that doesn't understand, if you do nothing, all they see is laziness. They don't see Christianity. No matter how much time, no matter how many verses you quote to them, no matter how many theological arguments you may win, if they don't see you acting in life, it shows that you don't really care about life. Um, even non-believers understand that. And that's why Christians need to be the one that's um, unique, that uh, we need to be a cut above the rest, even to our secular. Um, you know, co-workers or, uh, or or classmates uh, we need to be above everyone in that in that sense because we are not working for man but we're working for the lord we need to take action um you know the world always tells us to go uh, even the secular understanding uh, you need to you know if you want things in life you need to go for it and christians have have this we should be able to be the first one uh, once because we have confidence in in the lord um we understand that uh everything that the lord has given us we should <coughs> use it for his glory so we need we should make most of life uh, we should be able to be the ones that are working the hardest uh, um, and using our money wisely and and using our time wisely and the things that we do uh, it should always point people uh, to the lord like why are we so calm in situations and that's uh you know because we're living life amongst non-believers. Uh, and, and they will wonder why we do what we do and why do we have this kind of demeanor and composed. It's because, you know, that gives us opportunity to share the gospel. Sadly, some Christians act, but without character, and it ruins the testimony and really um, defames the name of our Lord. Colossians 4, chapter 4, verse 5. This is, conduct yourself with wisdom towards outsiders, making the most of the opportunity. Let your speech always be with grace as though seasoned with salt, so that you will know how you should respond to each person. A, a, a Christian, a wise and mature Christian, knows how to act and will take action in the at the right circumstances. And it's, and it's these individuals in life that God will use for His glory. When you think about missionaries, missionaries are not cowards. Uh, these are people that understand the severity and the need um, of the gospel being spread throughout the world, and they acted on it. When you think about evangelists, people in the church. Uh, the strongest evangelists are people who. Uh, act on um, the fear of people perishing without the Lord. These people are the ones who understand what the Bible has to say and knows how to uh, take it seriously and then act on it. Um, a lot of times we think um, church ministry is all about programs and things that we need to do. No, it it's, it's always be- begins when people in the church who are is moved, walking faithfully, faithfully with the Lord being moved by the Spirit to do a certain ministry and they act on it. Uh, every ministry that we have in the church always begins when someone in the church um, sees a need and then wants to do and do something to meet those needs. Um, so if you want to be used by God, walk closely with the Lord, which is the first one from yesterday. Have a godly character, and the Lord will, will, will give you certain desires, and you're supposed to use those desires uh, to honor him. And whatever that may be, you need to act on it. Uh, you may not know how the outcome will be, but the Lord is will use you if you are first and foremost someone that has godly character. And then second, it's a lesson that we learned today, that you uh, act. Um, you act with godly wisdom, you act with godly maturity, uh, and you act with um, God's glory in mind. And that's how, and these are the type of things, people that God uses. First, godly character, and people that take action. So that's my encouragement to you for today. Uh, if you are walking closely to the Lord, and you see a certain ministry in, in the church that you think, oh, this would be uh, helpful, um, or, if you have, or if the Lord placed in your heart a desire to minister to out, people outside the church, I would encourage you to do it. Um, don't don't sear that part of your conscience. Do what God has gifted you to do, and, and, and exercise those desires, especially if you're walking close to the Lord, you know that anything that you do would be pleasing to Him. Uh, so that's today, the lesson that we learned for today, that you if you want to be used by God, you need to be able to act, um, act on the things that the Lord has placed before you in both the desire and the opportunity. Uh, that's it for today. Tomorrow we're going to end our uh, lesson in Ezra by looking at uh, how a person, not only they need to be godly and that they act, um, but they trust in God's timing. Um, we're going to see that as we close chapter 7 this week. Have a good day, uh, and I hope that this was helpful. Take care.